it's like I'm gonna have to look it up because I don't know that. Record. I mean that, that jazz bounce, that shit, that shit hard. Yeah. Let me see if they got it on iTunes. It might, I might have to go buy it if they don't have it on iTunes. <laughs> no, I had, I know Silent Murder. I'm talking about. I didn't know. You don't know Purple. I don't know Purple. Nas, Apple Music, Nas, Purple. It's on here too. I know. Let's. Let's add it to this, cause um, I get to delete it. Cause and then before if it's good, I'll go with shit. it. Yeah, it was a yeah. shit before. That shit's in my brain. Yeah, it's on purple. It's on purple tapes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, purple. T- oh, uh, but then you put it on the lost tape shit. I mean, not purple tape. It's on lost tapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was on some mixtape shit, and he put it on mm-hmm. on lost tape. Yeah, I had the. And I played this shit. I just don't remember this record. Boot, um, I, you know when the bootleg came out? Uh huh. Before what? Uh, what was that? It was written. The bootleg that had a uh, project, sit, project, what, project window, window cinema window. Yeah. I had that bootleg. I yeah, that, that was the one before. Right playing that, Woo. yeah. I was like, damn, this shit crazy. Oh, that's purple. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I knew it was Lost Tape, so. Uh, so man, I'm supposed to be texting up here. Where you at? Right here. I don't like the way Diddy was trying to. To different lawyers. I saw Free. I saw Free uh, put the post up for the uh, for the catering. Yeah. You know. He pitching woo on the job. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, nigga ain't try- slick. Trying to fill up some empty, you know, yeah, empty you. days, you know. Always. Always. <laughs> Always. This nigga's a hater. Diana, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it don't mean I, it, just because I'm recording don't mean it's staying. I'm recording. <laughs> Let's what go. you want to do? <laughs> you want to talk about something? Nah, nigga, we good. What's happening Friday? We got it. Hold on. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the owner's box. We at episode 101. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Yeah. Ain't shit. Okay. How was your week, Price? Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a trick question, my nigga. <laughs> I want to say my week was... My week was my week. This shit was good. Actually, no, the shit was fantastic. Okay. Um, I went out with, with Louis Price, man. We went out to uh, Vegas. Oh, you did say you were going out. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We went out to Vegas. I forgot about that. And it was... Uh, it was cool. Niggas that was supposed to come, everybody that was supposed to come didn't come, so we was out there cooling. <laughs> and all that nigga wanted to do was gamble. So Did he win? That nigga did not win. <laughs> the question is, did I win? Did you win? Mm. Okay. Which and play? then I lost. Oh. Yeah, we saw your, your ticket stub. 
Yeah. I don't know what it, what the amount was, but I, the, I, the, I know the, you the, gave it right back to him. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> I said, no, nah, I don't want this money. <laughs> Fuck money. Yeah, I, you know, I, walk away I won. Table. I won, cooled out for the day. Then we went back the next day. I'm like, if I did it that day, mm, I can double up. <laughs> I can do it again. <laughs> That's how they got you. All day. <laughs> so the first day was a uh, roulette. Okay. Roulette? Yeah, with the spinning shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. My pop said, bet, uh, put 25 on black. And I said, all right, you know, always. That's what you and Wesley Snipes said. So I'm going to put 25 on black. And then uh, Lulade said, play black 28. What did I hit? Black 28. Okay. <laughs> I got like two something. I got like two something. And then I was like, oh, I'm cashing out. I cashed out. And then I had a, a $20 bill left because I took 100 out. $20 bill that I had left, I put it in the slots. These are penny slots. And I'm playing, and I'm just hitting. This shit is hitting and hitting and hitting. I'm like, oh, shit. And I was up to, like, probably about 180 or so, 160. And then um, <laughs> kept playing. And then I cashed out probably about $70, $80 after that. And then the next day, feeling myself, I Put did it yesterday. On black twenty eight. <laughs> 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 I did it. I did it yesterday, nigga. Bitch. I'm doing it again <laughs> on you hoe ass niggas. <laughs> and uh, so the last post that I had had a, a, a receipt of ten cents. <laughs> had a receipt of ten cents. But it was cool, man. Um, went out there and it was wild because when we went out there, not realizing that the fight was that weekend. Right. So we left Friday and then the fight was Saturday. And I was like, damn. Yeah. So we had Mr. Weigh in and shit. We could have went to the weigh in and all that. We missed that. Oh, okay. Um wanted to go check the Usher shit out, but Yeah, I'm about to say Mars out there. Yeah, I'm not paying three hundred dollars to see Usher. Is it three? The tickets I was looking at was three. Who DJ Mars? No, Usher. Oh, Usher. yeah, yeah. They yeah, started at three. Yeah. No, they didn't start at three. Dude, for this one, was three. Oh, yeah. They, other shit. It's like $1,000. Yeah. So, and they had tickets for the after party or some shit. Yeah, like party yeah. yeah. But, you know, I didn't see the tickets for the after party. I looked, but they weren't there. They weren't available. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't I, I, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable paying three for Usher. Like, I know you, nigga. I'm not going to pay 300 Let me in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. Pause. <laughs> Yo, free. What you do Pause. this week? I didn't do shit. I had a whack week, but this week is gonna be something. Oh, I thought, I thought you said pause because I said let me in, and you, I thought you was pausing me on some mm-hmm. bullshit. I said pause. Okay, good. Okay. I missed one. I missed one. <coughs> okay. But we still good. Okay. I got all that. All right. Yo, free. What you uh, got in? Uh, I didn't do nothing. I was chilling with the kid, man. And um, she got testing all this weekend, so we was working on that stuff. And um, nah, they still week. do that shit. What? Yeah, yeah what, what, what they call it? What they call it? Uh, G mask? You don't know? Nah, it's G. <laughs> <laughs> G I can't remember what they call. Don't it. Don't ask me what G mask means, but it's G mask test. Word. Yeah, so. Genocide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genocide, mass incarceration. <laughs> All that, nigga. I don't know. But yeah, she's uh, getting ready for high school, so 
Okay. Doing that, she's about to tell you where to go and how to get nice. But this weekend I'm in the streets, man. I'm okay. the streets this, weekend. this weekend or this week? This week, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got outside. A battle we got coming up. We got, we got, a lot, got a lot of shit going on. This nigga's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Shit, 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 yeah. shit about to be, shit about to be, uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot happening. And I'm like, Man, do I want to do all this? Right there, ready, bring my chair. You want me to bring a chair for you, or you want to try to? I'm gonna bring a chair. All right, man, because you know, (laughs) you be sitting on the side for the for the for the battle rap shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we got the battle rap nigga in the building though. Yeah, yeah, we gonna get there. We ain't get we. Oh, we 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 gotta get your week first. (laughs) We can skip all. Fuck your week, nigga. Fuck my week. I got no things. (laughs) 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 Yeah, nigga. Um, yeah, I actually had a busy, uh, busy week this week. And Did then, you? Yeah. Okay. Yesterday I was in Evans, Georgia. Where? Evans. It's going Why? towards Augusta. Why? Genuine. And Genuine out there with uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. And he, they did a show out there? Yeah. In Evans, Georgia? Evans, Georgia. Same thing I said. I was like, Evans, Georgia? Okay. But it was packed. Everybody, it was outside then. I'm sure it was. What yeah. the fuck else is happening yeah. in Evans, Georgia? Conjunction function. Conjunction, junction. Conjunction, junction. Shut that freaking shit down. Them niggas was killing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the country should be wild. <laughs> My family is country as shit. And I saw, I don't remember who it was. This is some country shit. I want to mm-hmm. say Boosie or some other niggas. Mm-hmm. But the club we went to, it had like a liquor store attached. I've been, I've been in one of those. And they got one. So of niggas was just buying <laughs> bottles. And niggas was in the shit. But everybody had bottles. Right. And this shit was hot as fuck. This shit was wild. Like, country shit, I'm, I'm for it. I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. So them niggas, them niggas, the conjunction, the niggas shut that shit down. I love that shit. And then um, I, left, oh, I left right before Tony, Tony, Tony got on. I didn't see Mars Day. I didn't stay for Mars. Wait. Morris Day? Wait. Morris so Day. Tony, Tony, Wait. Back together? What the fuck was this lineup in Mor- Evans? Yeah, it was Morris Day was headlining. It, it was 80s versus 90s. So it was Conjunction Junction, um, SOS Band, Raw Bass, Genuine, um, Tony, 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 Morris Day. What the fuck? Yeah. I saw nothing about this. Yeah. Why you ain't, why I you ain't? If you said you did, you did. I posted it. If you said you did, you did. It like a colorful fly. I see it. it. (laughs) Nigga, that lineup is stupid. You had to zoom in on it. (laughs) I tagged everybody. You seen the names. And I put a whole, I had a whole freaking reel with Morris Day doing the freaking. uh, Oh, I see that. That lineup is stupid. Yeah. Okay. So I left right after G went. Oh, um, Tony, Tony, Tony had just got on stage and I left. If I had went with you, we would have stayed because you were the same fucking bar as day. Of course. <laughs> of course. Niggas say, we're not leaving before Barbers get on here. Nah, <laughs> nah, no. I am black <laughs> and you are white. And I thought he had did a farewell tour, so I didn't even know why he was on there, but yeah. He was Who, Morris Day? Yeah. Nah, drums then? I don't know. I left. I God left damn when, it! I boy. said, "What's up to Tony, Tony, Tony?" When they went there with Rafia, he was dead. You said, "You said, what's up to Tony or Rafia?" I, I said, "All of them." Actually, Dwayne is my nigga. None of them niggas is Tony. I know none of them. <laughs> I know what you was talking about. <laughs> but uh, 
So I said, what's up to Dwayne first, and then Raphael came over and I said, what's up? And then we was chilling. So I left right after. I left when G finished, and we headed back to the A. But, um, oh, okay. y'all came straight back? Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to stay in Evans? No, no. They had a, they somebody. It's an after party at the Double Tree. You telling it's wild people out here. All these things. Everybody, <laughs> nigga. Shit like Rosewood. That's a little sundown town. You gonna make all these people come? They ain't gonna shut this Double Tree down, especially if they genuinely did because of, um, uh, my nigga DJ Capone from New York. He uh he was DJing for Raw Bass. Mm -hmm. So he was over there talking to me. He said, "Yo, y'all staying at the Double Tree?" So I was like, nah. I said, we had a back to the A. And then right after that, I heard them say, yo, after party at the Doubletree Ballroom, mm -hmm. if you got your tickets, you can get in for a half price. I'm like, you is not sitting. All these people think the every artist is staying at this Doubletree. It's about yeah, to be bananas. This old coochie. Nah, nigga, I'm cool. Mm. <laughs> That's how you do me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> call me back. Call you me know, back, you know, call me and just nah, fuck nigga. me, suck me, and then leave me. You ain't one of that? Nah, nigga. I broke out. It sounded like they was out there. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a sea of old people way to the back. Indeed. So, but it, um, it, it was a good joint, so I came back yesterday. And um, was chilling, because I've been chilling. I've been, I've been uh, on my... Uh, Clean shit for seven days. Yeah, yeah, you've been chilling. You get ready. Yeah, because I'm about to destroy yeah, yeah. my liver. You get ready. <laughs> yeah. And I was looking at it, I'm like, fuck, damn, I fucked up. All right, yeah. nigga, damn. I, I flushed my liver. I'm doing everything. Right? So I got a full liver, liver cleanse, colon cleanse. Um, well, this is seven. This is my last day. I'm technically supposed to so Seven days, no liquor, no cigars. No cigars, no nothing. Mm. Yesterday was a test because I was at the show, but they didn't have cognac, so I was cool. So I was like, "Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really, I can, I can avoid drinking vodka, but if there was douce there, I would have drank it." Y'all niggas love, cool. nigga, fuck with y'all in the section, man. Y'all niggas love some vodka, man. That's I, case. That's, yeah, that nigga drink vodka. I don't really care for it. I drink it if it's there. I drank with the science. And I was beer, licking and wine. I, I, I drank so. it. I, I drank it. Was there, but that wasn't my choice. I was like, that's what yeah. you want, nigga? Yeah. Okay, fuck it. Let's go. Great goose. <clears throat> Absolute. Right. So, yeah. So, this week is going to be crazy. So, but like my last week was, I was like, I was chilling. Trying to get my, get my mind and body right. Indeed. We, uh, we was in, um, I forgot where we came from. The last show, but. He was there for two days. I know that much. It's just <laughs> then we wanted to come here. Indeed. So and we got a guest today. Yes, sir. Introduce yourself, sir. Oh, what's going on, man? Sunny, Sunny Y. You know what I mean? AKA Sun is out on it, on all social media platforms. What does Sunny stand for? Son of New York. Okay. Spelled S U N capital N period Y period. All right, where you from? Rochester, New York. Okay. Yeah, I got that up. Uh, Actually, that name came about over at the uh, the world famous Royal Peacock one night when I was out here doing an open mic. Oh, uh, word. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrote my name on the sign up list and I spelt it S U N capital N period Y period, but really only mean it for it to be pronounced Sunny. Mm -hmm. But the MC of that night, you know what I mean? He was yeah. like, Yeah, next on stage, we got Sunny, aka Sunny New York. And he word. said it, you know, he said it himself. 
when he said it, I said, ooh. Ooh, we got it. Let me get that. Let me get that. Just like Nike did. But yeah, that's what I did. You know what I mean? So I really just, I was always signing my name like that just to put that little on it. On any, you know what I mean? On yeah. Open mic list throughout the age. It's like a, it's like a Nietzsche. There you go. Is it a Nietzsche? No. No, it's son. No. No, it's why Nietzsche did the, the, the clothing. That's not what it is. No. That's why I, I like to ask New York niggas. Is, is it a Nietzsche? <laughs> what the name? The clothing. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's not how to pronounce it. That's how New Yorkers pronounce it. How you pronounce it? It's like um, a niece or something like that. I always said it. No. I heard a nigga say he nice. I heard a nigga say NYC. NYC. Is yes. that supposed to be NYC? I, 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 I never knew. The oh. EN was supposed to go together. Like it might be. Yeah. They yeah. say yeah. it was supposed yeah. to be NYC. Whatever, New York. And niggas, yeah. niggas always say Nietzsche, but then Nietzsche. I see a nigga say, no, it's NYC. And I'm yeah. like, oh, word. Mind I, I remember I they, they had did a um they had a they had a documentary on TV about it. I saw that yeah that's right. That's NYC. But he was like nah niggas said a Nietzsche. Anybody try to throw a little something <laughs> on and try to make it fancy? So like you can like Target nigga. <laughs> it's Target. Yeah, so you can raise the price. Nah nigga. But no that shit that shit threw me and I was like oh I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. When niggas said NYC I'm mm-hmm. like oh I never looked at it like that. I always said a Nietzsche. Until somebody told me, I was supposed to be NYC. I was like, man, so. Yeah. So the people that don't know you, let's go back a little bit. Yes, sir. How far? <laughs> Way back. Back in time. <laughs> let's, let's go back as far as when they first, when you, when they first got to know you. Um, where, did, where did you pop up from? Um, as far as like in Atlanta? I'm talking about period. Period? Where did they see you from the first time? I know I first saw you. Right, that's what yeah, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so back there. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. So, uh, for the masses, we could say their first time seeing me was on 106 in Park. Right. Mm. There you, know you go. I mean? That was the first time. <laughs> Who'd you just slaughter on 106 Park? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, Forgot his son's name. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I mean, the most so memorable person, because he popping to this day, is Terminology for the most part. Terminology. Oh, word? I didn't see that one. Terminology from Harlem? Nah, Terminology from Boston. Oh, Boston. Oh, Boston. Oh, okay. 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 Word. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a, the first cat was from um he was from Mount Vernon, I believe. Future I, I think his name was or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. And um I really I really don't remember no too mm-hmm. many other people by name. You was the first one they retired. Niggas don't matter. Yeah, that's Niggas ain't matter then. Fuck them, get them out of here. You was the first one that they retired, right? Nah, um, Poster Boy and then I think Oh Poster, I forgot Poster Boy. Yeah, Poster's from yeah. Okay. I think I was just probably like, you know, for the for the moment in time with 106 and Park, I was probably, because everybody always say that, like, you was the first one to retire, right? And, I, and technically, I was just the first one to get a chain on live on TV. Okay. You know what I mean? Rockefeller style. Word. <laughs> That's what I told JD. I said, you should come out Rockefeller style, give me a chain on TV. I think it was like, hmm. <laughs> something sound too bad. Yeah. Okay. 106 and Park. Let's talk about free. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, I don't know what I want to know. I just did you shoot your shot? Um, yeah, hell yeah. I'm not afraid to unload my clip. <laughs> I'm a true believer and go after what you want in life. So, thank you very much. Oh. Uh, but it wasn't like no aggressive shot, you know what I'm saying? I really, because, you know, I wasn't 
I was trying to seize my moment on TV. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, she, you know, she finally came around. I think like probably like the like week. Uh, so I think it was the third week or the or the fourth week. My man from Rochester knocked somebody out after after one of the tapings. Ooh. Right inside the studio, like like walking out from filming, he knocked somebody out. The, yeah. the, one of the dude, the dude I was battling. Yeah. One of his homies got like slick. You know what I'm saying? It was like you think it's. Niggas is from upstate New York anyway. That's like the birds. My man was like, yeah, right, man, cut that shit out, man. Your man lost. He was like, nah, you niggas was from Rochester, man. Linked him up against the wall. So that was my first encounter with Free on some like, oh, Sonny, get over here. And I'm going to make sure I tell the security. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took it that far. She was just trying to know what I mean. Keep <laughs> trying ball. to get you like, straight. Sonny, come back in this room. Exactly. Close the door. So no hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> The dawn, remember that when your man with you, uh, with Tarantino, yeah, when, Tarantino. He, when he had Shorty in the in the room, he was like, "Yo, remember what you said to me in the room?" And she was sitting there like, "I don't know what you." He imagined the whole thing because she was like, "You want to eat my pussy?" But that's not what she said. But that's what he heard. <laughs> yeah. So what he said, he was like, "Yeah, bet." <laughs> and then we got in the car. That nigga turned around and he was like, "Yo, remember what you said back there? I can do that for you." And she was like, "Huh?" Nigga, oh, that nigga imagined the whole shit with free. She's you like, close the door. That's the lights out. And put my titty out. And nigga was like, yeah, nigga. Oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, then the whole, like, the last taping was the first time she ever came and got me. Because um, I used to make us all sit in like this room. Like they used to make me sit with like the, you know, the, the, the people that was going to be in the stands. Mm -hmm. And um. And like the last taping was the first time she ever had them come get me and bring me upstairs. I had to take and shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She put it back room and was like, yo, you, you know what I'm saying? He was pretty mature throughout this whole ordeal. Like he wasn't, you know, he was a lot different than the other, you know what I'm saying, battle rappers that we had up here. You said I am. And I was like, yeah, from yeah. Rochester, baby. He just, he was a little different, you know? A little more thorough around this thing. Because I guess it was the fact that. I, I remember the second week taping. Um, I think I had talked too much because somebody said something to me after the thing. But um, like it was too much back and forth correspondent mm. with AJ. And I guess they're not really used to that. Ah, you know okay. what I'm saying? So I literally gotcha. remember somebody coming up to me and be like, hey, can I kind of keep the conversation to a minimum? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm, I'm being like, interviewed. Yeah, I'm on TV. Yeah, <laughs> like you, asked me, you asked me what happened over Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, I got some ice and fur coat. Yeah, you know they want shit? them quick answers so they can keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and I remember looking at I, like I remember that situation. And even his face kind of being thrown off because I asked him back. I said, "Why? What you got for Christmas this year?" And he was like, "Up, oh, up, up, up." That's not in the prompter. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> he said, "Read that." Yeah, read that. Yeah. Right. I was trying to get that nigga job. Right. That's okay. what's up. So um, so it was before that or after that? Did you smash free? Oh, uh, it was um. <laughs> she came to Atlanta this one time, right? And, um, and she had hit me to come through to the hotel, but I was out of town. No cap. That's what's up. Yeah, I so, don't know what was gonna happen, but I was out of town. So fast forward past one oh six, you meet JD. <laughs> nah, I met JD during my um during my uh battle time on Hot one oh seven nine with Coco Brothers show. Okay. Um, but Coco brother, I forgot about them. Niggas. Yeah, Coco brother, ET was on there. I remember ET. Um, Ty Uno was working there. 
um this cat name uh what's my man and he going taz um he go by uh, i think it's president of the atl something like that on instagram you, you, you moved down here already by then I got here in 04, 04 permanently. Okay. I tried okay. to, I tried a couple times. You was in and out, and then yeah, and then I, I finally realized, like you know, I me, mean? I couldn't, um, I couldn't keep going back to Rochester just to mm-hmm. get a couple dollars and mm-hmm. try to move here again. I was, I was either going to stay or, or go. Okay. And um, yeah, that was in 04, and I got here Super Bowl weekend, and like that following Friday, I was on the radio battling, and I didn't, I. It's crazy because the timeline, I retired on 106. 2005, 04. No, I mean, I retired February 4th, 2005. And then I retired off of Hot 107.9, like, the following, like, that same Friday. Okay. And I, I had never lost a battle since I got on 107.9. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I took two months off because I got frustrated with all the, I'm about to get on shit out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. and then um, I was with uh, I was with this girl I was dating at the time. And um, her mother had called her and was like, where you at with Sonny? And she was like, she was like, we, we leaving a hundred house. I'll never forget. It was like, I told her, we leaving a hundred house. And she's like, well, they, they talking about he need to come up to the radio station and this, that, and the third, BT up there, something looking for him. Look, look if he going to be talking about he trying to chase rap, that's where he need to be at then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was off the radio. Like, you know, my name was kind of popping in the streets today, just, mm-hmm. on, just on the radio alone. And you know me and um, you know me and my crew. I, go ahead. When ah, one oh seven, hot one oh seven nine. Yeah, they was still ninety seven, hot ninety seven. Nah, it was hot one oh seven nine, downtown on um. Wait a minute, you didn't do the changeover when they went from one oh when they went from ninety seven to one oh seven. Mm mm. You mean uh, nah? No. Nah, I got here in oh four. Okay. Yeah, all yeah, all I all, yeah, all, all I ever knew was Hot 1079 and Coco Brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um and I guess like BT had came here to look for a southern rapper to represent the South on 106. Right. But people was calling the radio like, man, where that dude Sonny at, man? Ooh. So when I got back up there that night, I had to battle like three I had to battle the dude that had kind of been winning in my place since I didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Is he doing anything today? The dude that you battled? What was his name? He was from um, he was from off Auburn. Reggie P. I remember Reggie P. Dark skin kid. I remember so Reggie the game P. Came and signed him at one point. And I I I haven't heard his name right. in a long time. So Reggie P. Was up there. Now that you say I it, I remember his Jay name. Jay Young was up there. Y'all familiar with Jay Young? Think he like acting now? Mm. I remember Reggie P. Rapper. But I don't remember the other kid. Um, I know Jay Young was up there. And then uh oh man, um what's my boy name that was signed to Rick Ross from Atlanta? Um, uh, Mass Pike. What? What? Um, no, not Mass Pike. He from uh, Atlanta. Um, uh, name start Pill. 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 Oh, Pill. Yeah, Pill. yeah. yeah. Pill okay. was up. Pill there. sound familiar. Okay. Yo, Pill. it's so crazy. I just remember all of them because that's like you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's wild. But yeah, that's who was. That's who was up there. That and you night. battled all three of them. Yeah, crushed them all back to back. Nice. Back to back. And then, like I say, people from Atlanta was calling like, nah, man, y'all got to let folk from folk from New York go ahead and represent the A. He been holding it down like crazy. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I had been up there for like about four or five weeks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But they still maintained my crown because nobody had beat me. So, And then um, that was the third time 106 Apart asked me to come on the show. Though. And the only reason why I went that time because I was going to be on TV on Christmas Eve and I knew everybody in Rochester would be watching you no, know, like not 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 just Rochester, but I knew like 
everybody involved in hip hop would be watching 106 and Park on Christmas Eve. And I was like, if anybody's gonna see me for what I'm Maybe worth, it's then. gonna be that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So that's that's really why I did it. Cause like I said, I was kind of fed up with the whole meeting all these niggas in Atlanta. You about to get on? You and I was like, man. Yeah. These niggas is getting rich off 62s back home. I'm out here broke. <laughs> talking about I'm, about to <laughs> I'm about to go back to the block. You know what I mean? So yeah. then, yeah. what then when. So that's so JD came on the last signing. Or I, so you asked me when did I. So Yo, when, when did that happen? Yeah. So one night on coming out of Visions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, always, I remember Visions. Yeah, I've always been a car driver guy, right? So one summer, I'm in a barbershop in Rochester, and I'm reading an article about the Phantom. Long story short, I know the Phantom got an umbrella in the back in, in the back door. Mm-hmm. So me and my man Breeze, um, God bless the dead, my man Cujo, you know what I'm saying? My man Breeze, Cujo, my man Champ, my man Jamin, we used to go out every Thursday to Visions. By this time, um, AG knew who I was because of the radio. I used to always tell people, yeah, we're going to be at Visions this following Thursday. We'll, we'll, you know what I'm saying? So before I knew it, my name, people at least were starting to put a face with the kid that was rapping every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that night, I told my man Breeze, I said, yo, when we come out of here, we got to know who's driving that. Because it was a it was an off-white Phantom, like a, like a, a tan Phantom Park. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I seen one sitting outside the club. And I said, whoever driving that, mm-hmm. we got to know who, who that is tonight they could get us where we trying to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's back in the days you're looking to get a deal. And I'm out here rapping at open mics, um, trying to get a deal. A few weeks before this night, what had me hype is that we had did an open mic at Red Train out in Marietta. I remember Red Train off Kyle Parkway? Well, the Brat used to host the open mic out there. Where? And the Brat, um, she was the host that night and I had freestyle and this, you know, the Southern dude got up there and did a whole song but people started like saying my name even when he got off, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And all I did was rap over, um, I was rapping over Memphis Bleak um, Round Here uh, instrumental when I would do open mics out here. And uh, the brat came back on stage and, you know, dude said something slick. He put like $500 up, we put like 300 up, and I battled him, you know what I'm saying? I guess the brat went back bragging about me. I only tell that story to fast forward back to the club night. So, so the brat knows about me, fair to say, right? So um, we go to the club that night, come out the club, my man's talking to the, whoever's driving the Phantom. Just so happened is Big Bob, who's JD's head of security from St. Louis. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was Big Bob. And um, my man calling me, yo, yo. And I turn around, I look, I said, oh, shit, this nigga's talking to whoever's driving the Phantom. I just want to see the interior. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we get back. So I walk over there, and he like, yo, this is my nigga Sonny. He's like, yo, son, go ahead. Nigga not trying to hear me. And that usually meant start spitting. So I start spitting. The whole freestyle is about me carjacking Bob just for the umbrella. <laughs> just for the umbrella. <laughs> yo, yeah. Because, you know, like my freestyle is, is you know, my freestyle mm. sharp. You know what I'm saying? And all I had to either do is give myself the mental content or somebody throw me some work. You know what I mean? That type of freestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I started freestyling about the Phantom and I mentioned how it's an umbrella in the back door. And that's how I ended it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, um, so Bob got out the car. He ain't even know. Opened the back door, pop out the umbrella. He like, damn. <laughs> then we had this one, we had two copies of this record that I had recorded over a Jay Hen. You know, Jay Hen, the producer, mm-hmm. ended up going to like Aftermath and, you know, one of them Dre understudy people. 
but his name was Jay Hen. I recorded a record with a um a Sam Cooke sample for Long Time Coming. So that was kind of my first little record that we was playing, right, for people. So we gave him a copy of that. And then that Friday night, we got the intern, Taz. We gave him $100 at Hot 1079. And he got Coco Brother to play the record before we battled that night on the radio. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the record played like at 6.15. The battles happened like at 7. So when I walked in that night, the station crazy for us. You know what I mean? Oh, your record crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? We coming in with the Remy bottles. We burned it down the parking lot. So um, that... That uh, that Saturday, Big Bob called us and have us meet him at the 50 yard line in College Park. Okay, where? And on mm -hmm. me, Breeze, my man Malario drove out there. My man Malario had a black GS, so I would always drive the GS for the look. You know what I mean? Like this is our thing. You know what I mean? So we pulled up, had a great meeting with him, and in the meeting he was like, you know, he told us what he could do, and he was like, y'all, you keep doing everything you doing. And, um, you know, I do what I do on my end. And, um, you know, before then, you know, hey, come meet me at JD Studio. So, you know, we'll pull up, you know what I'm saying, and hang out at JD Studio, just hanging out. You know what I mean? JD will walk past and not speak. You know what I'm saying? That, like, that's his personality. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we'll speak, then he'll say what's up type shit. But, you know, and, um, you know, we met, that's where we met Nelly at. And, so it'd be nights, you know what I'm saying? Bob would call us to come hang out with him at Visions and shit like that. Or, um, you know, he started, you know, uh, I met Pharrell through Bob. You know, he had, ha you know, had me in the room with Pharrell. God bless the dead. One of the illest meetings he ever had me in was with Shakira Stewart. You know what I'm saying? Shake, yo, Shake, man. Um, man, rest in peace to Shake, man. That's had to be one of the realest people I met in the game and only known him for a short time. Like, um, you know, I, I definitely blew him away in, in a session freestyling over beats that he had. And he told me, like, yo, we about to sign this dude from Miami named Rick Ross. So it'd be like a year before I could do anything with you. You know what I'm saying? But I fucks with you. Whoop. And from that night forward, every time we seen Shake, man, not real quick. Um, I'm in I'm in Oakland visiting this chick during Thanksgiving time, and we going to this club. The club made me take my fitted back to the. This one niggas was wearing blazers with mm -hmm. Tim's and shit. You know what I mean? So I got the fitted on the blazer. Blazers and Tim's. <laughs> blazers, Tim's jeans <laughs> with, the, with the white V neck. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Oakland, and I try to go in the club like that to do like no fitteds. So I'm like, damn. So I take the fitted back to the whip. I don't really got no cut, so I'm kind of tight to walk back. As I'm walking back, I see shaking too short. And Shake like, where you going? I was like, man, dude, I got to take my hat back to the car. And Too Short like, you know, dude, he like, yeah, man, it's my nigga Sonny from Atlanta. Man. Well, he a New York nigga, but he ain't this nigga cold on the rap. You know what I'm saying? Telling Short Dog. And, um, and Short say, man, fuck that nigga at the door. Come on. So imagine being with a bitch in, 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 in Oakland, for the, you know what I'm saying, for the first time kicking it with her. And nigga, you, she thinking you about to walk back to the car to put mm. your hat up. And nigga, mm. you, you come through the date, tell her and her dog, crew, yeah. come on, bitch, we was short dog yeah. tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word, that's the first time I ever saw a Christian perform uh, together. And that probably the last time. But they, they the was last this, time ever. Yeah, yeah, they was in there singing uh, Full of Smoke. Full of yo. Smoke, man. Yeah, so, so like, I, I say things like that just to say, man, like, it's shit like that that happened in my life throughout this journey that really gave me validation to be who I am till this day. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I mean? Because what's the chances of, of running into things like that while being on this hip-hop journey as Sonny and Why? You feel me? Mm -hmm. But um, that's how... So fast forward to... Back to your whole question. Mm -hmm. Nigga, we had... um, we, we, got, we, got the radio, we got the song playing on the radio. 
long time coming. I'm killing niggas. Now it's like, uh, it's like it's about to be fall, like the fourth quarter coming up. And you know, niggas telling me ain't no deals giving out in the fourth quarter and all that shit. So to keep it, so so you know, Bob stop. Bob kind of slowed up fucking with a nigga. Like the last thing we did together before the fourth quarter was he flew me out to Vegas to celebrate his birthday with him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I definitely took that to heart. Like, okay, he, he definitely fucks with me. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely slowed up in the fourth quarter. And then, like, you know, one night we in the car driving and, like, J.D. started talking shit in the radio. Like, yeah, is this nigga named Sonny killing the radio? Woo, woo, woo. I got my crew up here. And that's when he had Slim. Remember, he had the kid Slim from Queens, real skinny cat. Um, that used to run with Bart and he had T Waters. Shout out to Bart and T Waters and them. They was over at So So Deaf. And he let them niggas freestyle. That's when he had the show right right uh before um Greg Street on um on, on V one oh three, So So Deaf Radio. You know, so he, he threw that out there and um, you know, he invited us up to the station at night. You know what I'm saying? So we went up there that night and met him. And uh, now mind you You came up there with an apron on. Who me? About to cook these niggas. Oh man. <laughs> Hey, yo, man, listen, man. Yo, listen, come on, man. Should have like, pulled up there with pots and pans. Man, <laughs> man what you doing? I'm about to cook you, you, yeah. your man over there. You, look, I, I pulled up. Shut up, my I pulled, <laughs> look, I, I pulled up like Tupac with the Red Wings jersey all hanging uh, out the window, man. You uh, feel me? And, um, but, you know, that was his first little, like, hint. Like, okay, like, you know, I know you've been in my studio for sure. You know what I'm saying? And, right. And I see you really out here making a name for yourself, but still things slowed down. And um, I was gonna say, are you the only New York dude that he was fucking with? But you said you had a, you had a dude from Queens. He had a couple cats that he was on, and okay, I believe so. Slim did a lot of writing for like Bow Wow albums Slim, and stuff like Slim that. Slim was on. What was he on? He did a song. He did something they released, right? I, um, so you may be thinking that about the rock. other kid, that was Rock. rock. That was he rock. was on that's a remix. Rock that's was on a remix. On the jagged edge. Yeah. Little that's who. That's one thing about. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rock was there before Slim. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, but so the, the you know me and JD, you know as uh, like I said, I disappeared from the from the from the station for a second, and I was in the studio. Then I had cooked up this record, um, that I got from Don Cannon. Don Cannon gave me some beats. And it was a uh, what's my man name that was working with State Property, um, Chad West. I know Chad. Chad okay. West. Yeah. Chad saying? West. Yeah. <laughs> Chad West is dope. Legendary Chad West, man. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, I was over recording at Zach Studios, you know. But I, I used to run into Cannon and when I would go to the Cloud Nine office, you know what I'm saying? And um, and, and Cannon used to slip me beats. So I rec so I had this beat for Soul of a Hustler, which is you know I me mean, my you know legendary hip hop record. Wait by wait wait, Cannon did that? No, Chad West did it. Okay, but I got the beat from from Cannon though, like like Cannon gave me the CD. Okay, you know Philly boys, you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, so I had that record, and uh, JD had got wind of it, you know what I'm saying? Because we had, we had gave it to Bob, or we gave Bob a copy of the CD. And I never forget, man. JD spent like thirty minutes playing, just playing like the first eight bars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But by this time, I had already um, did 106 in Park, and uh, like I say, 106 in Park came through at a time when you know it was the fourth quarter, and they was really looking for somebody for their Christmas season, but they wanted somebody from the south to represent. But it just so happened to be me. Mm -hmm. And um, and while I started burning that down, I remember Bob called me Christmas Day and was like, "Man, Pharrell called me and was like, man." Why would I let you uh, go on TV and do that? Like, that could hurt your career. Uh, you know, I remember telling him, man, tell Pharrell, he don't know what he's fucking with. You know what I'm saying? This is what I do. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up. You know why'd you saying? go and do 106 in Park? Yeah, you know, oh, like why okay. would you let an artist that you out here shopping go oh. do battle rap? All he gotta do is lose one time and he loses his whole career to it. Oh, degree. okay, gotcha. It's like a sports player getting injured. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. who who gonna wanna sign you after you got an injury? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's you know, I guess what it's called, like, you know, uh reputation damage or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? But um, like I say, I went on 106 in Park kinda knowing that at the time, my damn self, like, damn son, if you lose this shit. You might as well get ready to go to college in right. Atlanta. Right. <laughs> Sign up for one of these HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? But um, I knew my freestyle capability whenever I'm in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, my shit is, you know, I had this little thing growing up. Right? I used to tell niggas I'm nicer than Karabas one with a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's all I ever knew until until I was 13. Mm-hmm. And I was recording records at nine. Whole records. Hooks. Three three verses. Not fucking up. All, all, all on content. All on topic off the top of the head, you know what I'm saying? Before it was popular to say that, because I didn't know rappers wrote raps until I was like, thir- until like 93. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I thought that shit was all off the heart. I just didn't know rappers wrote raps, to be honest with you. As much as I love music casts and all that, mm-hmm. I just didn't I just didn't know that part, because I jumped into the studio without, without a pen in the pad, and you know what I mean? I remember producers in Rochester being like, yo, you gotta um, clean that up. And I'd be like, all right. Um, like like scared about the studio time and shit. All right, man, give me ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I go sit there and write the shit down fast and critique whatever I had to critique just because they want you know back that that's back when they was telling you to do doubles and shit. Okay. So that's when I said, man, uh-huh. fuck doubling. I'm, I'm gonna ad lib what I can ad lib, and, that, <laughs> and that's what we doing. You know what I mean? Because if I don't tell y'all, it's fire. But you know what I mean? Same. And Soul of a Hustler was the same thing, and I got verse of the month in Source Magazine for that. You know what okay. I mean? That was a one take freestyle. That never so. seen paper, you feel me? It, it was just the way I was feeling. Um, um, my man Breeze tried to get me to record that record several times, and I just kept saying, nah, man, I ain't ready for it. Then, like I say, I was at that point in Atlanta where I was tired of meeting with niggas and mm-hmm. niggas trying to sell me dreams and shit. And one night, man, um, Biddy had called me to come to the studio, and um, and I took that record over there. And uh, niggas put me in like this little studio where it was like, you know, niggas, like several niggas could watch me and shit and look at it. You know, I was kind of tired of that, like, you know, tired of the back and forth with them, too. And I just kind of gave niggas a piece of my heart, like, man, I don't know who y'all think I am. I'm not no desperate nigga out here looking for no record deal. Like, I'm from Rochester, my nigga. Like, this is what I, I did. I'm, I'm only seven months separated from this life on this record. You know what I'm saying? And, that's, and, and, and that shit on, that shit is legendary. You know what I'm saying? Word. Okay. So what you think went wrong? Me being from a city that has no celebrity recognition when it comes to hip hop, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. niggas from New York, you know, calling us country and saying not they, even from that, but we can get to that. So you want to finish that? I'm talking about what what was wrong with you and JD? That's what went wrong. Oh, that's what went wrong. Oh, that was yeah. all part of it. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah, all that's right. a part of it. Yeah. I saw um I saw something I'm on here, your I want to say YouTube, okay. and you gave a reason why you think it went wrong or you you said something I don't know so your exact words but you said something like karma um yeah and that probably was like your reason for yeah I for mean cause I'm a um I'm a spiritual person you know what I'm saying I definitely you know um I definitely study um knowledge of self from the nation of gods and earths and that and, you know just the thought of the black man being God um get, you know always gave me a sense of responsibility in the bottom of my heart with life Mm-hmm. And um, like I say, my street life, um, I wasn't the most honorable dude in the streets, whatever that's supposed to mean in the mm-hmm. streets. And um, I just felt like 
the things that I took away from niggas who might have had love for me or from niggas that didn't have love for me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Maybe, you know, that was God finally spanking me after not sending me to jail or making me get shot or shit like that. Like Taking your dream away he, or taking yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, he, he put me, I put myself through real serious conscious choices, mm-hmm. um, leaving the streets. Like I said, I tried to move to Atlanta a couple times and when I finally left, that was probably one of the hardest times in life, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing how to get no money every day and, yeah. you know, working at molds and shit like that. You know what I mean? I had to put my ego aside and mm-hmm. I put myself through that, showing and proving, and then my dream come true. And then it's like, you know, I kind of doubled back on my devilishment um, early in my career and I think that was my spanking. You know what I'm saying? Like, like damn, like, like you really hard-headed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I fake got you out here, but you hard-headed, like, like, like your father would do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I ended up getting jammed up in a studio session with Parlay. Um, um, Red Dogs ran up in it, you know what I'm saying? I did, like, had to sit on Wright Street for, like, two months, you know what I mean? Because I had to get all types of powers of attorney. Parlay from that group? What's the name of the group? Franchise Boys. Boys? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I got jammed up in a, you know what I'm saying, in a mm-hmm. road, in a crazy fe- uh, felony case with them. Mm-hmm. And his, uh, you know, one of his, you know, somebody that was involved. Um, and it was just... Um, that was my first time ever getting caught in a spot, period. Mm. So I really was, you know what I'm saying, sitting on Wright Street like, man, you you get your whole life away from the streets, just become a rapper and still end up getting right caught up on some yeah, bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, um, at the time, JD was dating Janet, president of Virgin. So I'm in jail thinking I'm about to have a Tupac situation and to really, niggas ain't want shit to do with that. Niggas gonna bail you out and sign you and <laughs> yeah. get your orders. Get your yeah, I thought niggas gonna bail me out of time for the BT Awards to fly me and parlay out. <laughs> niggas sitting in Wright Street watching the BT Awards, man. Niggas in jail like, dad, show you them that don't love y'all folk. Man, here with all these real ATL niggas and niggas, you know what I'm saying? And it was oh, a hell of a, yeah. it was a hell of an experience, you know? Yeah. And shout out to the niggas on Wright Street though, mm-hmm. cause it, it, it was official, like you know what I'm saying. Um, it, it was a, it, it was definitely no, it was definitely love, and you know, as any time in jail, you learn something. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But um, I, that was a hell of a night though, watching the BT Awards on TV, and you know, niggas got free parlay shirts on, and mm-hmm. and no free sunny shirts. No free sunny shirts. <laughs> you know what I mean. I spoke to my lawyer. My lawyer talk about they asked where the chain at, and I'm like, what? Yeah, gee, it was Damn. real shitty, God. Mm. So I came out of jail really feeling like Pac yeah. on a different level. Like, man, you know, fuck niggas. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, damn. Niggas let me sit in jail for two months. Like, but again, and then that's your that's your uh that's your relationship with hip hop, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that bitch is crazy, right? In in the sense of common sense. So the rapper. So then you then I had to sit back and realize like, damn, the rap game isn't like the crack game, man. You know, these are not all these, you know, 85% of these niggas are not converted street niggas. They're, 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 they're educated school niggas school with niggas degrees, degrees in business <laughs> and they involved in hip hop. Mm-hmm. So that was another harsh lesson to, to gravitate to. Like, damn, like, you know, you like, you know, you want to outside of hip hop thinking it's like the street. So mm-hmm. me and my niggas is moving like that. Only to run into like, you know, um, etiquette classes and shit. Mm. And that was a big turnoff, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yo, this shit is supposed to be controlled by niggas, right? Y'all got us on eggshells because, like, you know, the white, you know, the white exists, got y'all on eggshells. Like, it's just, 
it's a, it just became something whack to me. And that's why I say being from Rochester, not having no celebrity influences, you know, people from the city kind of always, you know, have it. And no pun intended to anybody from the city. But, you know, if you're from New York, you know, you all know, they know what they said about upstate. So mm-hmm. I was the first person from upstate to ever get a major record deal and ever had that exposure. Minus the DJs from the town that put their bids in and went to the city and made their hip hop trips and all that. You know, my, you know, the pioneers ahead of me, like G-Nice and Jazzy and, you know, mm-hmm. um, DJ Green Lantern, DJ Grand Imperial, DJ Big Reg, Where's the Wax Cutter? All the DJs from the town was the ones that was closest to hip hop than, than, than any other civilian. And then, and then comes me. Like our radio wasn't even really trying to do nothing for the talent in the city. So mm-hmm. I just come from one of them places. And then I come here and, you know, I kind of stun niggas. And the only thing that I'm missing is being able to say, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? I'm from yeah. Rochester. Yeah. And niggas was like, well, what's that? Listen, New York niggas don't like each other. So that, that, I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that. But, but just, you know. State, but, but I get it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like, you yeah, know, yeah. like when you ask what was it, like, what was it? Because mm-hmm. even between me and JD, I remember being at Funk Flex. And, and, and Funk Flex, like, tried to go there. You know, and I, you know I kind of, you know, I stopped him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember JD had dropped it to his sidekick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you know, almost in shame, like like damn, like like this is what I, this this the other battle I'm gonna have to fight. Mm-hmm. Not only do I gotta break a break a rapper, but also gotta break a nigga from from out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Got you. So, you know. Okay. So, Corey Bethel had us meet once. Corey Bethel. Yeah, the female he's mad at a uh, Cheesecake Factory. Hmm. I, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see the timeline if it was before or after you was locked up. We met at Cheesecake and Buckhead. Yeah, she wanted. She was. She was trying to get me to manage you, mm. and then you got missing. So I'm trying to see if that was the reason why, because I hadn't heard from you then. Was that was that between O? That was O four. Nah, that was that was after. That was probably in like I want to say. Eleven, eleven. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that was that would have been when I was kind of back and forth between here and L.A. Okay. Yeah. Because I think you had said you had just got back in town because you was telling me about the No ID joint. Um, just uh, the studio session yeah, with him yeah, yeah, at with JD no Studio. ID. Yeah. And yeah. It was like that line he came up with, and you just took off from there. Um. It's a joint you did with no ID, but you say he came up with the first line and then you finished it. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and, no yeah. Yeah, so I just remember because I was like, yo, he got missing after that. Um, and then she said she hadn't heard from you either. But that, but I used to see you out all the time in Atlanta. Where we would bump into each other in clubs. And it's just coming through. Right. You, and it, it, you don't be deep. It'd be like you and one other person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Mo, uh, what you call Havana Club or any other of the joints, we, I'd see you in passing. Right. And then she finally said, yo, um, and she, when she mentioned you, I said, yeah, I know he is. I see him around. I don't think he knows me, but I see him around. She was like, yo, she want to manage. Um, he needs management. And I was like, all right, just have a meeting. And then we met at the Cheesecake Factory. And then I didn't see you again until today. 
Wow. So, <laughs> hey, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. 11 to now. Like, that's crazy. Like, I want to say, like, I want to say 11. I wasn't ready. 11, it may be a little later than that. It may be like 15. Or, but, well, I could but, definitely yeah. say um, around that time, it was a lot going on. Just, you know, me, I, I was, uh, I became a father in 07. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was juggling. A shit, lot. That's enough right there. Right. right. Shit. Yeah. I, like I said, I was staying in LA. Mm. I was flying back and forth. Shout out to my sister who's a flight attendant, man, for mm. over for about twenty years now. But she kept me on her buddy pass, on her companion pass, I should say, mm-hmm. for over a decade just so that I could actually keep keep pursuing my dreams and doing that's the things dope. I was doing. Okay. So um so that allowed me to have a crib in LA. I was staying at her most of beach and mm. so between I could definitely say between 07 and about 2012, mm-hmm. um, I was even in Houston for a year. Like, okay, um, I had did a project with an independent rap label out there, so I was definitely um just maneuvering. And then it was a group called it's a group called Deuce of Deville, and I ended up doing a lot of writing with them out in California. That's what actually made me stay out there. So during that time, I could honestly say I was probably caught up in the space in between like moving on. As well Old as keeping one foot promises. in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. So what yeah. are you doing now? So I mean, present day, I mean, you know, I'm still, I've still been releasing projects. Mm-hmm. Um, my last project that I released is called Lyrics and Libations. Mm-hmm. Um, project before that, I believe I released is called is uh, um, The Life and Times of Joey Dell, and then before that is a project called uh, Forty Acres in a Low. And I got a record with Conway on there, Conway the Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, 40 Acres in the Low is probably um, one of the best projects I've put out in recent years of my career, as, as well as with the last following two that I mentioned. Okay. And um, I've all, I mean, you know, I, uh, we'll get to some other current things later, but mm-hmm. for the most part, musically, um, I had to, I had to fall back from well i had to readjust my creative side of doing music and realize that we was in a different time as music is moving Mm -hmm. so um i could definitely give credit you know what i'm saying to my boys at griselda you know what i'm saying the west side gun and conway um i definitely how did you meet them um so um y'all familiar with chef dread Mm -hmm. there's a record called chef dread and then chef dread is actually conway's best friend okay um so Chef Dread, um, aka Electricity, who's who's also an MC from Buffalo, he used to cut hair in Rochester in the mid '90s, um, at his cousin Keith Barbershop. So that's how I met Malek, and um, that's how I met Conway through Malek. Uh, when I first got my deal, they both came out here to Atlanta, stayed at my crib for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Malek took, you know, me and Conway and uh, Benny Projects over the So So Death and all that, you know what I'm saying? So my thing about getting my foot in the door from upstate was always about wanting to see somebody else foot through the door too. Um, so uh, it was, it's a cat named from Toronto named Apple. Apple's World, he used to have a spot in, in Little Five Points called the Swag Garage, um, which is like a hip hop store. And um, and he know Malek and Westside gunning them very well because Toronto and Buffalo is next door. Mm-hmm. So um, at the Swag Garage is the first time I believe I've ever met Westside Gun and the first time I ever heard him rap. Um, I remember telling him that he rapped like a catalog. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, there's been current footage running around. Um, my man Just King had a show called uh, called On My Hip Hop Ish, and there's an old freestyle of Conway going around before he was shot rapping in front of a like a garage, and um, and that's actual and that's actually footage from that location. 
Okay. Because um, we used to host freestyles up there with um, DJ Shaolin used to DJ. You know what I'm saying? And my man just came with do joints up there. So that's how we... I met them. I met Malek. I knew Malek and Conway um, for years. And of course, you know, that's how um, Benny and Westside Gun fall in place. Okay. Um, The house that he started everything that called The Five. You know what I mean? I used to pull up over there and, you know, visit Malek and... You know, so that's how my relationship got acquainted with all them. And um, more or less for the same fact that we all from Rochester and Buffalo. You know what I'm okay. saying? We all, we, also, we all knew each other before Atlanta, so to say. You okay. know what I'm saying? Me and 38 Special used to freestyle together. And I'm a couple years older than them, but, you know, like after school type shit mm-hmm. in downtown Rochester. So we used to spar together in ciphers and all that. So, And the way that nigga's rapping today is the same way he was rapping back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really... There's really no change. And so that's why I say with my career, it was, you know, things just, people come around. You know what I'm saying? I mean, till this day, you know, even early in West Side Gun career, you know, niggas still had to go through the whole being from upstate shit mm-hmm. and, and having to show and prove. You know what I mean? But it's just a different day and time and, you know, need less to say if it wasn't for upstate. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wouldn't even really be doing this hip hop shit how they are today once again. Yeah, because you know. even when we doing that shit, you was uh, doing shit here in uh, Apache. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apache was one of my other places where I came and laid my foundation down as far as open mics. Yeah. Catching got, bodies in there whenever yeah. I could. I got the clips. <laughs> yeah, but we need to see them clips, man. <laughs> yeah, my man said he got the receipts now. There's no jive in my talk, you feel me? Yeah, but yeah. Um, Were you looking to get on with Griselda? Like, I mean... Oh um, nah, nah, never, man. Um, I'm just happy that no. Nah, like, like I said again, like mm-hmm. being the first one. One thing I've always wanted was to see the rest of us come through because I knew it was more of us that did it. But like, if they are willing to sign you and get you back on your, on oh your yeah, thing, yeah, okay. yeah, definitely, okay. I would rock out with. Because I didn't first. know if you let it go completely, like you just done or you just putting out nah, projects. Nah, nah, like right? you know, um, before like being around West Side and, mm-hmm. and seeing what and seeing how the magnitude that him and Conway was releasing music, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of catapulted me to, you know what I mean? Right. Put a battery in my back just like it did, you know, hip hop in general. And um, it is not like I was too far going in between projects when I did 40 Acres in a Low, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's really how that whole feature garnished and everything, you know what I mean? Like me and him having talks, like, you know what I mean? If we're going to rap, you know, um, I spent... I call it a retreat, right? So I took a so I took a trust retreat mm-hmm. um in like twenty nineteen, the thirty eight special house. You know what I'm saying? And um special has a he has an open door situation for hip hop. So us growing up like that, um I, I took a trust retreat to his crib and I remember playing him the record with Conway and a couple other records I was gonna surround around it. Mm-hmm. And you know, when he kinda said it like, you know, um, it's different now. Like niggas just wanna hear us rap, son. And if and if, and if we're gonna rap, it's the greatest time for us to rap because hip hop just wanna hear niggas rapping. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't wanna hear hit records. Um, niggas don't care if that if the project ain't that one project. You know what I mean? As long as you got three to five records surrounded, three to five good records surrounded by surrounded by another, you know, a total seven to ten, it's a win for hip hop because niggas just wanna hear you rap consistently. And mm-hmm. we those type of MCs where you drop a beat, a nigga can rap. Yeah. So, um. You know, he put he put it in my head, like, you know, niggas don't really got to be putting, not that niggas ain't putting they all into it, but as artists, we don't got to overthink mm-hmm. what we creating, because that's 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 or the hold on to music, because I know niggas used to hold on, I don't, Man, I don't hold, I got, ain't going to drop shit. I probably got like four catalogs yeah, of music nah, you gotta still let that, that shit people go. ain't heard, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, and, you know, again, like, you know, what that that's something that Westside and Conway kind of mm-hmm. showed us, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, niggas drop projects two months apart. 
And we sitting back in the beginning like, damn, these niggas dropping joints mm-hmm. every six, four, six months. And then before mm-hmm. you know it, it's like, well, damn, maybe that's that's the level, that's the high level rap that we are. So maybe we need to give it to the people like that and stop overthinking what we giving them. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and you know that 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 to me that's that's growth as an artist because you know we come from an era where. You know, we used to rappers dropping, you know, we waiting for Nas new joint, right. like, you know, a year and a half or a year. Mm-hmm. And that's just where we come from, where in a year, you don't record it, 80 records. You could have gave these people 10, you could have gave them seven, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and that's what hip hop is on now, so that's what we on. So you did you mean? put your pen down for a while? Um, I've never put my pen down. Say that again. Saying? I've never put my pen down. My pen is never down. It's <laughs> say, always say that one more time. Say my that. pen is never down. That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's always saying. just waiting for like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my pen is. He's waiting for one of y'all niggas to say something crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, this shit is like pimping, man. You know what I mean? You're never done. If you ever done, you never was one. You feel me? That's all right. Continue. Um, you know, uh, for me, it's just always about you know uh, um, the only thing that's you know it's still about the moment, the right mm-hmm. beat. Um, I'm actually working on a project right now with this producer that hit me up out the blue. He been a fan for years, and now he a producer, a beat maker. And he sent me like seven joints, and he like six for seven on the first email. Mm-hmm. And I'm like four records in, you know what I mean? So, you know, we gonna line something up, and you know what I mean? It's looking like Booker Daniel too. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know I got like I've been writing. You know I got some some ill shit to put out. So you ever thought about jumping on the RBE stage or the uh, Smack URL and all them? Back on the battle way. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I've always said this, right? And uh, I've always felt this way. Um, and maybe it's old school, but I've always I, I've I've never considered myself a battle rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, especially at the level and craftsmanship that they battle at today. You niggas do research. They take months. Yeah, I came into the like <laughs> I, I came into hip hop at seven years old, mm-hmm. freestyling over Beastie Boys instrumentals and, and break beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I I develop my I hone my skills in ciphers as a cipher MC. In mm-hmm. a cipher, of course, they get competitive, and that's what spills you off into battling and shit like that, or going head to head with cats. So I've done battles in Rochester growing up for sure. Legendary battle. I once battled this crew called the Timberland Foundation. Um, shout out to my man Raz the Ripper. We went back and forth for probably like an hour. You know what I mean? And Timberland excuse me. Foundation. Um, that's huh? Timberland Foundation. Yeah, they was called Timberland Foundation. Some real grimy, boot hip, boot leaning type street niggas that could rap. <laughs> shout they out, the shout camp out. Camp click, so they became the Timberland They became Timberland Foundation. You know how it go. <laughs> you know what I mean? We from upstate Rochester, so you know how it go. Shout out to my man C Clip and all of them. And, um, but when it came to me coming to Atlanta, it was the same thing. Like, only reason why I went to the radio is because I knew. I could hold my I could hold minds against any rapper when it's time to rap. Mm-hmm. I knew I could make myself look better, sound better on a, on a mic. You know what I'm saying? Like more flavor, more style, and I could really freestyle, and freestyle to where whoever's around mm-hmm. could relate to it. Versus a nigga that may prep they shit yeah. and just sound nice. Mm-hmm. Like I like I remember battling on what's that nigga uh, from from Illegal Jamal. Mm. Yeah, I remember yeah. battling Jamal and Buckhead. Yeah, I remember Jamal was down here. Yeah, I don't know and, if he still is. And I was just rapping. I, I, I saw a nigga at a gas station in the ghetto. Yeah, he ran up on me, and I was like, "Nigga, I know who you is." 
Yeah. You trying to ask him for change? Yeah, he's trying to tell me uh, some shit. Yeah, I think yeah. he came out of um just came out of rehab or something. I saw a video on him. He was on mm-hmm. the water. Yeah, this was like this was before I, I moved out here. This was like two thousand. This is like two thousand. Yeah, because I remember I was in twenty one yet, but I was out here. Yep, coming out the club in Buckhead, some niggas was rapping. I jumped in the cypher, and next thing you know, he jumped in, and and I, I'll never forget. He was like, nigga, rap something red. Yeah, rap something red. And I remember, nah, <laughs> my, man, my man was like, yo, this nigga's, uh-huh. this nigga's killing every last one of you niggas out here. Like, uh-huh. like he don't got to do that. The reason I ask, because you mentioned, um, I, I, hear this, I hear his name all the time, my man. I, I'm thinking it's the same dude, Bart, which is John John Dedon's brother, right? Facts. And that's what I was trying to say that, you know, I don't know if John John was down with So So Deaf or- No, John John was a I young remember, boy. I remember Mook was down with, with them niggas at one time. Cause I used to see Mook no, in the John So So John Deaf van. John used to mess with Bow Wow. He's the right for Bow Wow. But I used to see yeah. Mook in the in the So So Deaf I'm van. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Mook used to hop yeah. out of their joint. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving around here, going to Walmart. He used to be in the Rough Rider van too. That, that, that nigga Mook used to be all over. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah, I've never- um. <laughs> Harlem shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I say you have it in. I'm not going to say you... I wouldn't step on those stages. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just truthfully. That's I, not your passion. And, and this is already like a shot at the whole shit, but I, 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 like, you know, I don't like how niggas battle. Say y'all niggas is trash. Like, you know, no, they don't. It's not a. <laughs> you don't like the prep. Nah, when them Free niggas crazy. got prep work. When, I, when we used to battle, you rap till you finish. You rap on, like, like <laughs> off you the know, impulse. Off the top. Off, off the, the top. top. You and know you what I mean? Go. Like, you know. And I don't care if you was killing nigga. If you run out of rhymes, you lost. And like niggas struck and like, you know. <laughs> niggas used to rap forever. They delivery really be matter. like the same. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, you know, this just pop, things lock, niggas <laughs> drop, things cop. And I was, you know, I'm like, all right. You know, that yeah. works for you. Yeah, it don't make no sense. But you know, I oh. boo niggas on the man. Boo, nigga. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, I was like that. They know who you are. So if you step on the scene, Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, you right. would have to learn how they battle. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do, you know, I love the sport, though. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was the thing about being on 106. Like, that's you know, how your boy got caught up. That's Ooh. how Cannabis got caught up. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They so, came there with, book, with a book of rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, I nah, got see, 30 I don't, pages see, of rhymes. I think, I see, that's. <laughs> What what they say tonight today when they market stuff you don't understand you can't explain that's you know I'm not gonna say as a mental illness but as an MC I don't even see how you brought yourself to do that mm-hmm. like I don't, you know because I love Buckingham Palace like I think that album is one like he's one of the most remarkable lyricists writers in the game mm-hmm. and to come to a battle like that something just wasn't right mm-hmm. you know what I mean um you know but i would you know yeah i mean shit you know what mm-hmm. i mean if if it's the opportunity and niggas is rapping i'm always i'm always here to rap baby okay i'm always like that's you know that that's and that's my driving motivation like that's always been my thing like i say like you know when i was a 106 i felt like michael jordan niggas mm-hmm. like, i remember niggas asking me yo we need to hit five battle raps before you go before before you go on tv saying our name i'm not saying your name <laughs> i'm saying my name anyway nigga. like like you know what I mean? I, like, what you, like, five battle raps, you bugging. I don't write battle raps, my nigga. Like, <laughs> what am I about to write about? Who I'm about to write about? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I remember AJ every week. Man, I hope that, man, this is another off the top week. Come on, man. Stop asking me that. Right. I'm off the top every time I come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I may put together two, or th- I may put together two bars while I'm sitting in the crowd before, mm-hmm. I, before I go on stage. And that's only because y'all finally announced who I'm battling. Because like, right. we used to sit in a room together and you know, whoever I'm battling, they don't watch me all week. I don't right. even know who it is. You don't is. know nothing about me. They sitting here staring right at me and I don't even know it. 
So I, I didn't get this know who I was battling today. Today announced their name on TV, and I look over and be like, oh, all right. Mm. That's how I came up with the terminology by, you know what I mean? Your nose look like you could sniff a half a brick, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Shot, no pun intended, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And he came with a whole joint. You look like a you look like a short sized J, uh, JD. If mm -hmm. uh, you would could, could get a date with Beyonce, some mm -hmm. wild silly shit he said. Uh -huh. I remember listening to that whole battle. Like, oh, this nigga watched my whole shit, wrote this, <laughs> prepped it, memorized it. So I came back second round and was like, man, you got a nose that'll like it a sniff half a brick. You know what I mean? Like, fuck out of here. And the crowd went crazy because they could relate to it. Like, this nigga nose is big. Huh? You know, and so that's what I love about battle rapping. You know what I mean? Like he said, you know what I'm saying? Like Sue said, the whole prepping and doing research on where nigga moms live and school you into. Like that shit is kind of like corny. Like part of the picture. Yo, this is your mom's, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, where you get that picture from? Friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They be getting too deep. A little too animated. Say like a Busta Rhymes. You know what I mean? Okay, so what you got coming up? So I just, I'm about to open up a New York style deli. You know, I've been on um, I've been on my health, I've been on my health and hip hop wave for a while now. Um, shit started while I was touring. You know what I mean? I just saw myself getting out of getting out of shape, getting crazy with eating, and and um, I was on, a sh I had a show in Boston. Instead of going to the hotel with niggas, I took a run along the harbor, and um, and I started a brand called Sucker Free Athletics. Um, you know, which is like I say, which is you know my thing is putting health in hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, just showing people that you know we could drink all the yak, smoke all the reefer we want, but at the end of the day, you know, if you know, in order to have this longevity or wealth and health, you got to do something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, I saw you doing the burpees on the page. I said, "Fuck that." Facts. I, you feel me? She, and you know what's crazy? I, like, I like when social media first came I around, I um, you know, I, I was posting shit like that, and mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't really the, a hip thing to post your workout and. Show that you could cook. Like, yeah, niggas wasn't really doing all that shit. Now that's the yeah, thing. That's like, it. that's like, all niggas doing. You know, let me show you. It's almost like hip hop got to a point where it's like, let me show you all the square shit I do <laughs> to show you how cool I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> so stuff God. like that, you know, is, but um, I got that and that spun me to opening up to, uh, that helped me learn how to self cook. So um, I'm about to open up a deli out here in Atlanta called Hudson and Alphonse, okay. which is on, um, which is named after an intersection in Rochester where a rap stores uh, sit at. That's what Man. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you what what that Hudson and Alphonse. Yeah. yeah, so Hudson and Alphonse is definitely a legendary block in the town. Um it's not my block per se, but I'm a block, I'm a main street over from it. Mm -hmm. Um but um when we used to shut down the spot late night, you could always count on Sham Sham to be there until about four in the morning going there. Sham Sham is the A Rap brother name. And Sham Sham made the best steak subs in the city. Always halal steak, halal chicken cheeseburger subs um so i'm just opening up a deli um to honor that block honor that neighborhood and definitely bring a taste of rochester to atlanta because it's like it's some of the best everyday food that you could have you know what i mean so ain't better than 110th street uh-huh ain't better than 110th street man <laughs> challenge <laughs> yo yeah we could do that challenge man because see look challenge. see like the like like like, 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 like the philly cheesesteak uh, like the name Philly cheese steak, the name chopped cheese, those are global staples as far as mankind go. Like, you know, somebody could come from Japan. They, they know what a chopped cheese, cheese right. is, right? But like in Rochester, we grew up on steak subs. Mm -hmm. And we didn't call them chopped cheese or cheese steaks. We called them steak subs. Right. We called them steak subs. We didn't and, call um, them Philly cheese steak. And our joints <laughs> come with, with, with this with this special, with this thing we grew up on called ball sauce. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like we don't know nothing but that. Just like somebody from Philly 
don't know a cheesesteak other than ketchup and cheese was, which to me is nasty. Uh, my first time in Philly, man, they made me get out of line. I, I, I asked for ball sauce. I was like, cheese was a ketchup. I said, what? Ball sauce. He said, cheese. Said, what? I said, ball sauce. He said, cheese was a ketchup. Move. Slid my shit down. And, um... But yeah, so yeah, I'm looking to take on the challenges though, man. I'm looking, okay. I'm looking to take on the challenge for the chopped cheese, take on the challenge for the Philly cheese steak, because the steaks are going to reign supreme. <laughs> so you doing, you doing the chopped cheese and all that shit? Yeah, it's called Uncle Frank's chopped chicken. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Frank's chopped cheese. So, you know, mushrooms, peppers, onions. Exactly. Nice. Saute it ahead of time. And then Let's we go. got then we lay it on a better kale, mm-hmm. light spread America whip, and we hit that thing with the ball sauce while it's on the grill and after. Mm-hmm. Wrap that boy up. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's the truth. And I got a wild caught salmon sub. I got I got a great extensive menu. Okay. And um, I'm also building a calisthenic park behind it. So That's it's really going to have that whole yeah, New York vibe. Once y'all get full, go out there. Go get some dips on. Word. You know, we go and have a challenge. You know what I mean? You do 20 pull-ups on the do 20 pull-ups when you get here, you get 20% off your sub. You feel me? Right. No, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, so we're gonna have a you nice calisthenic. Have a I'll be paying full up. price. Some barbarians are gonna come there and put oh, you shit. out of business. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> when you a one hand, the bartender. Yeah, the bartender. Right, right, right. One, Super, yeah. Super Shout out to Giant. <laughs> the giant and the bartenders. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yo, I ain't got time for this shit. Like, yeah. Yo, you get 20% off. How much you cost? I'll pay full price. I'll, I'll give me full price, yo. I'm good. Right. Sheesh. One time challenge. One time challenge. All right. That's what's up. So, okay. I mean, do you are you open now? Like, do you have a spot? Yeah, we located at 300 Milton Avenue Southeast, 30315 okay. Atlanta, like, you know, five minutes from Atlanta Zoo. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are a block and a half away from the southeast side of the Beltline. Um, right off of Hank Aaron Boulevard. Um, we got a great location, man. The neighborhood's loving it. Um, oh, you open now? Yeah. So, we, oh. so this is my first. So I know. Song. So I know y'all was. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I know when y'all started the show, y'all was running back y'all week. Okay, right. So right. you know, yeah. this week for me consisted of opening up every day consistently mm. from ten to two. Okay. And then uh, coming back from five to nine just to let the neighborhood know that we here, we functioning. Okay. So I call it those soft opening hours. Mm. You know what okay. I'm saying? Until we. Get going full fledged, but yeah, we've been yeah we've been rocking, man. They've been loving it, you know what I'm saying. The city been pulling up, um, the neighborhood that's you know surrounding the area been coming through and showing us big love. Okay. Yeah, nothing been in that building for 50 years, so you know, remodeled the whole brick and mortar. You know, put a lot of my royalty money into it, and I'm Mm -hmm. looking to get it back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Speaking of royalty money, I just want to say how quiet this nigga Seuss is right now. Oh, because oh, of the damn, because of the game. Because I'm, I'm, I'm being quiet because we on a podcast. I'm not even. <laughs> you was real quiet in the third, in the third quarter. <laughs> you ain't say shit. <laughs> it's a seven game series, Playboy. We gonna win anyway. I'm just oh. we winning. We winning in, in seven. So now that just, you see the battle of the jerseys that over just here, right? That yeah. is going I've to game notice. seven. That's all we. Wait, so this is all intentional. You say y'all winning in seven? Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, we went in in seven. You see it, you in Jersey. Yeah, speak. That's what I'm talking about. I came in. I came in from the supermarket early. I forgot to get trash bag. That's why I did Instacart and had them bring me some trash bags. So, yeah, that's it. I wasn't going back to the store. That's right. They got people for this. So, <laughs> services out there. Right, there's services out here to do all that. So I pull up and then I say, "What's up to the nigga?" The nigga said, "Don't talk to me. Talk to me tomorrow." I'm not paying attention to where this heat is coming from, and then I look. The journey. Oh, right. this. So I, I said, "Oh, I'm gonna go change." 
<laughs> had a whole different outfit on. I'm like, oh, I got jerseys too, nigga. <laughs> oh, so you ain't even had that no. on. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what we on? This is the type oh, of time Oh, he showed up to on? the house at that type of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. He came in with the bullshit. We going. <laughs> but look, though, he heckled, he heckled me all footballs because he a Dolphins fan. I'm a Bills fan. Fucking uh, Bills. Uh, them so, y'all you know. Mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why I'm, you look, when I got out of the car, I said, damn, you really bopped this Miami. Oh, huh? He said, football season, basketball fan, season. Don't I said, matter. oh, this nigga here. Don't matter. Old Thurman Thomas looking ass nigga. <laughs> Don't matter. I, I, I know I use um, the Bills on Tech Mobile. <laughs> There we go. Bills in Chicago. I, I never use the Giants or Tech Mobile. <laughs> Thurman Thomas ass. So, uh, Price, where can they find you, my dude? Uh, shit, you can find me right here, son. <laughs> find me right here, fucking uh, the owner's box. Uh, owner's box live on YouTube. B Price nine five four on uh, Instagram. Late September on YouTube. B Price nine five four Cash App. Um, you can hear me on what's the other shit? Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. All these. Uh, Are you getting any donations? Because I mean, since no, I'm not. okay. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I was like, hold on. If you getting some shout shit, shit like, I don't shout them out. Right out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yo, hold on. You getting cash for this shit? I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting a <laughs> okay. donation. All period. Right. Just checking. I just want to let niggas know in just case they, watching. in case they, they felt wanna, that way. They yeah. want felt like doing yeah. it. They got you're free where they find you, Playboy. At <laughs> uh, the real Scott Free on IG, of course, the Owners Box Podcast live. And uh, we're on Twitter at DA underscore owners underscore box. Seuss, where can they find you after game one? See, right here in the owner's box. Yeah, bitch. Garden, Take this garden. L. Whatever. <laughs> Take Sunday. this L at the garden. Sunny, New York, where they can find you, Flynn? <laughs> Yo, they can find me on Instagram at this is Sunny. Sunny spelled S U N N underscore Y underscore. Abbreviate that New York thing. And where's, where's your spot at? My deli is located at 300 Milton Avenue Southeast, 30315. And you can find that on Instagram at Hudson and Alphonse. Alphonse spelled A-L-P-H-O-N-S-E. Hudson and Alphonse.com as well. And we are open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And we come back for the evening hours from 5 to 8.30. On the weekend, we there from 10 o'clock till sunset. Sunday, we are not around. Mm-hmm. Up here on got the motherfucking uh, yeah, yeah, got the motherfucking European. Yeah, house. we got the project benches outside too. Hey. 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 With the table, hey. so you can definitely come <laughs> prop up on the bench. And I, I like to let you know it's a bring your own bottle atmosphere. You know what I mean? Get you a sub and enjoy yourself. You got a European house for you, niggas. <laughs> you catch me at Seuss to Connect on Instagram, of course. The owners box. Um, the Owners Box underscore podcast on Instagram and the Owners Box live on YouTube. Just follow us, click, like, subscribe, share. And this is episode 101. It's 101. 101.